0: Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. We begin with a startling revelation in the Nikki Yadav murder case. Prime accused Sahil Gehalot and Nikki were married since 2020. Police take 5 including Sahil's father into custody for conspiracy. Death toll in Turkey-Syria earthquake passes 45,000. Many are still missing. Pakistani Taliban claim attack on police in Karachi, which killed seven. Kerala tribal man's death. Police carved CCTV footage of bystanders. Chetan Sharma resigns from BCCI's chief selector's post following sting operation. Let's get into the details. Delhi police on Saturday arrested five people including prime accused Sahil father his two cousins and two friends, in connection with the murder of his live-in partner, Nikki Yadav. One of the cousins is a constable in Delhi, Police. Since his arrest, Gerlot has confessed to murdering his girlfriend, Nikki Yadav, because she had been pressuring him to marry her. However, the two, according to police, had already solemnized their marriage in 2020. She was actually his wife and not his live-in partner. Nikki Yadav was not pressuring Sahil but pleading him not to go ahead with the marriage fixed by his family with another woman on February 10th, said the special commissioner investigating the case. When Sahil could not convince Nikki to let him marry another woman, he hatched a plan to kill her and roped in others. Sahil then murdered her and informed the other co-accused about it on the same day and all of them still went ahead with the marriage ceremony, according to the officer. Several other charges including that of criminal conspiracy Destruction of evidence and harboring a criminal have been added to the FIR. The incident came to light on February 14th, four days after the murder, when Galot under police custody confessed to the crime and led police to the fridge in his eatery where he had been hiding the body. More than 45,000 people have been killed in the 7.8 magnitude earthquake that struck Turkey and Syria in the dead of night on February 6th and the toll is expected to soar, with some 2,64,000 apartments in Turkey destroyed and many still missing in the country's worst modern disaster. Twelve days after the quake hit, three people, including a child, were rescued alive from the rubble of a building in Antakya city of southern Turkey on Saturday, 296 hours after the earthquake, according to a state news agency. The death toll in Turkey stands at 39,672, while neighbouring Syria has reported more than 5,800 deaths. Syria's toll has not changed for days. While many international rescue teams have left the vast quake zone, domestic teams continue to search through flattened buildings on Saturday hoping to find more survivors who defied the odds. Experts say most rescues occur in the 24 hours following an earthquake. Aid organizations say the survivors will need help for months to come with so much crucial infrastructure destroyed. In neighboring Syria, already shattered by more than a decade of civil war, The bulk of fatalities have been in the northwest, an area controlled by insurgents who are at war with President Bashar al-Assad, a conflict that has complicated efforts to aid people affected by the earthquake. Thousands of Syrians who had sought refuge in Turkey from their country's civil war have returned to their homes in the war zone, at least for now. While neither Turkey nor Syria have revealed how many people are still missing following the quake, there is growing anger among families still waiting to retrieve relatives in Turkey over what they see as corrupt building practices and deeply flawed urban development that resulted in thousands of homes and businesses disintegrating. Militants launched a deadly suicide attack on the police headquarters of Pakistan's largest city on Friday as the sound of gunfire and explosions rocked the heart of Karachi for several hours. Three security forces and a civilian were killed and 18 security forces wounded, according to government officials and Gulab Nabi Maiman, police chief for the southern Sindh province where Karachi is located. Two suicide bombers were killed and at least one blew himself up after entering the police building, officials added. Pakistani Taliban, in a brief statement, claimed responsibility. Murtaza Wahab, a government advisor, confirmed that police and paramilitary forces in a joint operation had cleared the police building within three hours of the attack late Friday. Pakistan has witnessed a surge in militant attacks since November, when Pakistani Taliban ended a month-long ceasefire with the government. Pakistan's outlawed Tehriki Taliban is a separate group but had allies of the Taliban in Afghanistan, who seized power there more than a year ago as US and NATO troops withdrew. The police intend to solve the mystery over the death of 46-year-old tribal man Mishanadhan who was found hanging on the premises of the Korykot Medical College by quizzing bystanders found in the CCTV footage. The police have so far obtained the details of 450 persons who were likely witnesses. Vishwanathan was assaulted by a group of persons at the waiting room of the hospital accusing him of theft. Those who were seen on the CCTV restraining Vishwanathan have been identified. Vishwanathan was at the hospital as his wife Bindu had been admitted for delivery at the Institute of Maternal and Child Health, which is a part of the medical college. As he was at the waiting room for bystanders, some persons raised a hue and cry complaining that someone's mobile phone and money had been stolen and they pointed fingers at Vishwanathan. Some among the crowd questioned Vishwanathan and assaulted him. Vishwanathan fled from the spot and was found hanging later. His shirt that had been found from a bush was smeared with dirt and some money was found in his pocket. The incident that led to the apparent suicide happened last week. Former India baseballer Chetan Sharma on Friday resigned from the post of chairman of the Senior Selection Committee following a sting operation by a news channel where he allegedly revealed confidential information. A senior BCCI source revealed that Chetan tendered his resignation to BCCI Secretary Jay Shah and his resignation had been accepted. His position had become untenable after the sting operation. He resigned voluntarily and wasn't asked to resign, said the source. During the sting operation conducted by Z News, Chetan had alleged that a lot of players took injections to expedite their return to competitive cricket despite being only 80-85% fit. The former player also alleged that there was a difference of opinion between him and the team management over pace bowler Jasprit Bumra's return from a stress factor for the T20 International Series against Australia in September last year. He also claimed that T20 captain Hardik Pandya, pace bowler Umesh Yadav and Deepak Huda regularly visited him at his residence. Chetan also spoke about the relationship between Virat Kohli and Rohit Sharma and alleged that there was an ego tussle between Kohli and former BCCI president Saurabh Gangli. It is learned that Chetan's alleged remarks did not go down well with the BCCI top brass and the current National Squad members also lost trust in him. Another BCCI source said, Coach Rahul Dravid, Captains Rohit Sharma and Hardik Pandya have completely lost faith in him and that he paid the price for being a big mouth. It is understood that senior members and support staff of the Indian team had communicated their mistrust to the top BCCI officials. Chetan was allegedly lured into this staying operation on the pretext that his inputs were required for research work for a docu series on a popular OTT platform. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu, with technical support by IDW Studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.